Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings, welcome inside. Happy Tuesday. It is the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can give you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, visit Geico.com. It's Tuesday night, which means our big waiver wire pickups, the guys you gotta go after. Got that coming up later on. Yeah, buddy. Big Week two takeaways from the National Football League. Kevin Durant, all of his avatars. Means we got to watch the Dodgers, too. We got, we, it's it's Tuesday Tuesday night. We got, and you know, Frostburg not happy what we've uh, seen from the Dodgers this evening so far. That bias. I'll tell you. Oh, man. They had a good four months. I'll tell you. Unfortunately, the season's a little longer. Bias, Young Hui Koo. I mean, that's how it is sometimes, you know, guys. They come in and they think they're going to be great, and then Leo, look what happens. But the guy with the cannon still has the job in Los Angeles, so that's Are we okay. sure about that. 
Have we verified that? I don't think if you if you can't cut Young Hui Koo after missing three out of the first four field goals and two that could have won or tied the game, you can't fire a guy no, just no, for no, no. just for shooting the cannon off at the wrong time. No, they made a, a decision to keep the kicker. Yeah, when they could have said beat it, they, but they would decide to keep the cannon. I mean, they, nobody's forcing them to keep. There's the kick. around. Oh, it's no good. It's good. Boom! There goes the. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Oh, all right. Well, I guess not. Uh, but we begin tonight with a couple of big hits in Major League Baseball. I mean, there was one of the biggest hits of all time, but this hit may actually be better than the one that went over the fence. I don't even want to. Oh, yeah, oh, I was oh. going to say, I don't even want to say where I think this hit him. Oh, my goodness. I, I was just dumbfounded because he kind of smiled at Girardi, but oh, well. I, I would think that as a DH, he's probably not wearing a cup. Well, you better be. Or he'd be in the <laughs> hospital right now, i tell you that. Michael K., Paul O'Neill. And now they're banging <laughs> each other. No, I don't think there's any of that going on after you get hit with a pitch right in the lower abdominal groinal region. Uh, Sore and a bit Headley. swole. Now, here's the thing. Uh, this video has made it all over the internet, and Chase Headley, look, you, he is hit square where, you know, you're you what you need if everybody you felt have kids it. or not. Yeah. Everybody in the baby maker. But here's the thing. I know it from personal experience. Personal Oh, now I get my music. I don't mean oh now. Oh yeah. You're gonna tell a story about getting hit in the nuts, Jason. Here's your music. I don't want to Man getting hit in the groin oh, with a football. I'm not gonna it. screw that one up. No, no, no. no. I mean, well, I mean this is this is for America. When you, when a guy gets hit, and this this pitch, and he walked it off, and he went to first base, and kind of smiled, and you know this look, this happened tonight. If you get hit in, well, let's just say, let's just say the soundbite that Alex Teichert had been playing. That's if you get hit there, there's no coming back from it. You are on the ground. And you are crying and foam is coming out of your mouth. Maybe not. If you get hit a little bit higher in the male part of your body, it doesn't hurt as much. I got hit with a, with a hard ball in that part of my body once, and it hurt. But you I almost, you but almost I said softball, but you didn't. No, well, it was, a, it was a baseball. I got hit with a baseball there once, and I walked it off. I was like, okay, I'm okay. I got hit in the, you know what, with a tennis ball. And I almost threw up. I, I had to walk off. and feel sick. I was going, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw I'm going to just throw up. The fact that he's able to get hit and, and walk off means he didn't get a flush hit. He got hit and it was a glancing blow. And he was able to walk it off and go, that's right, I'm Chase Headley. I can go to first base. And that's a night, ladies. All my man parts are working good. All right, just want to let you know. Nuts. That. Maybe he's a bigger man than you. That, uh, maybe. He's a ball player. He's goes about six foot, I think, six one. Probably is a bigger guy than me. Higher tolerance for pain. I don't know about that. I have pretty good tolerance for pain. Maybe he, I can recognize pain immediately. I don't know you immediately. You were on the ground for about forty five minutes after Brady Papanga trucked you. No, I, I I had a hole in my pants. I mean, I was kind of upset about that. I had to get a new pair of pants. You're buying new pants every night in the Geico right. studio. You're right. so, I, am, I am on so eBay. So what the hell is the difference? No, but I, I don't think it was it was a hit. I think it, it, true answer, and we'll probably get it soon after the game, it was a glancing blow or it missed him and it just hit him in the groin. He's not. Because you're not wanting, trust me, a guy, if you get hit square there, you are not walking that off. 
You are not a guy. And I don't know if he's wearing a cup. Some guys wear cups. Some guys don't. That's how it goes. Hey, some America's got cups, talent. Some guys don't. Maybe this is his talent. Just going to put you on stage and good. Throw a ball as hard as you can. Well, you remember me. in Happy Gilmore when he goes into the batting cages and he turns and he, <laughs> he wants the fastballs fired into the gut? Maybe Chase okay. Headley uh, looks yeah. at things a little differently. I I I I would I would wager all my money it was a glancing blow. Great intestinal yeah. fortitude. Yeah, because it, it hits him there. Forget it. You're done. I As mean, we commemorated the I loss got, of Bobby the Brain Heaney. Yes, you uh, know, we have to talk about all the intestinal grades. fortitude it, was his big it, one. Well, every, everybody loved throwing the intestinal fortitude out. But so I got it. It, it was a tennis ball, and we were just playing like dodgeball with tennis balls, and everybody's trying to dodge, trying to, and I tried to dodge and turn to the side. And it doesn't matter. It just hit me in the perfect <laughs> spot. And I was just said, oh, all right, I'm out. I'm glad I'm walking to the I'm side. <laughs> I'm glad I'm walking to the side. Chase, you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just tired. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. You know, you failed in the five was, rules of dodgeball. I was going to throw up. Let me do it to you. Let's do it to you, Frostberg. We'll put it on Periscope. You know what? We, get, we could go fire, viral with this. tennis balls. And you think I'm going to cry wearing a cup? No, if you're not wearing a cup. I wasn't wearing a cup. Of course Chase Hadley was wearing a cup or he'd be dead. No, that's why nah. I think I, I don't well, think I mean, I, I, think, I, like that, nah. I like that theory. As you don't no, just get up from that. Is. No, but I, I, well, I don't maybe, know. That again, he was, maybe he's stronger than you guys. If he had a cup on, then he would be There's okay. There's no if. But if, there can't be. No, but some guys don't. Trust me. Some NFL guys. But you don't wear would cups. know right no, away. If, that's why I don't think he got hit exactly square there. I think it looked like he got hit, but it kind yes. of was off to the side. A I mean, bit. you wouldn't know. You did zoom in. I, I did look a few times to see. I said, hey, we got to start the show with that tonight. And Tyshirt's just pressing buttons going, I'm going to keep playing elbow. I'm going to keep playing elbow. Yes. Elbow, LeVar Ball. Elbow, LeVar Ball. Elbow, LeVar Ball. That's all he's got to do. I don't know. If we go and slow it down fully, I mean, did he get it just on the inner thigh? Look, that's what I mean. It looked uh, like it could have glanced by and got him on the inner thigh. Either way, he's one bad <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca. Twitter at how about a fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason. Mike Harmon, coming up next to top 10 people to ever get hit in the nuts with a ball. We're going to list it like everything else happens in the United States. I mean, Hans Molman is now making it into my time. The Hans Molman meme (laughs) of getting hit? Yeah. Yeah, He drops the cane? Yeah. Yeah, poor Hans Molman. Legend. Uh, Meanwhile. I'm only 32 years old. the, (laughs) The other big hit tonight actually was a ball contacting wood. It sounded better in my head when I was going to say that. And we had a record breaking home run. Here's Tebow. It's a deep. It is What a special moment for Tebow. There it is. First and foremost, I just have to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Tell you what, those uh, single A and double A ballparks all wind up sound of really good acoustics. Well, he packs them in. <laughs> uh, but this was the home run tonight that set a major league record. Prepare ready the 3-2 pitch. Gordon swings and hits it pretty well. Right center field. That's a way back, and that ball is gone. It's a home run for Gordon. Number eight this year for Alex, and he cuts Toronto's lead to 5-2. to two. Now, it always pains me to play an Alex Gordon home run, but we had to play this one, Royals Radio Network, because that home run by Alex Gordon set a major league record for most home runs in a season. That was MLB's home run number 5,694. Not all of them off Mets pitching. 
which sets a record for most in a season, and we still have most teams, you know, have over 10 games yeah, left. 11 or to 12 play. games left. We're going to wind up, I think Does it was, he get a set of steak knives or what? Uh, well, Does he get some kind of prize? got to hit the bull to, to get the set of steak oh, knives. I was just wondering if this was one of those promotions, you know, that someone decided to sponsor it. <laughs> So all of a sudden, it, you know, horns start going like you're the millionth customer at a grocery store or something. <laughs> Does he get a prize? Anything? Uh, it's projected we're going to get over 6,100 home runs by the time it's all said and done in, in the season this year in Major League Baseball. And there's two big things to realize when it comes to this. Number one, you can't tell me nothing was done to the ball this year. Look, you see this every now and again whenever – interest level in baseball things things go a little sideways and you're looking for storylines to to juice things along hey we get a season where we got guys hitting home runs home runs like we've never seen before Aaron Judge hitting home runs like he never did in the minors Cody Bellinger hitting home runs like he never did in the minors no doubt in my mind something is different with the ball this year then next year they'll go back to something where it's not wound as tight or whatever you're going to do to to, to unjuice the ball and there will be less home runs but the thing is, is that this is like I feel the knee-jerk reaction that baseball always has is, well, everybody loves home runs. And you know what? No. Steroids killed home runs for us. Really. I mean, I just feel kind of meh about home runs. I mean, how do we feel about Stanton's chase for 61 home runs, 62 home runs? It's it's just I thought it would be bigger. It's kind of meh. What do we think about Aaron Judge and, and Mark McGuire's rookie record? Meh. We're just mad with home runs. We enjoy them. They're exciting parts of the game. But the mythical power of the home run and how much we loved it, that's gone. And and that's not coming back for years. you got to get a generation away from steroids for people to really start caring about home runs again as far as what it means in the place it has in the pantheon in sports. It's exciting in the games. I like home runs. I like my team winning. I like exciting plays. But the whole, the whole, the, the 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 mythological home run, yeah, that's never coming. No, back. people liked it when when Stanton was having that ridiculous run where he was homering pretty much every day, and you can get caught up in that really quickly. But over the course of a season, the ebb and the flow of 162 games and all the other storylines, and especially this time of year when everything's fine. Hell, we got NF- NHL games in China. I mean, there's <laughs> stuff all over the place that is distracting from the final two weeks of the Major League Baseball season. I mean, Stanton hit his 55th yesterday. Okay, fine. You know, if he suddenly goes on another tear in the final week, then it'll get some run, but it's still going to be dwarfed by whatever's going on in the NFL. Certainly here in Los Angeles, you're talking about two college teams. you got two of the best quarterbacks in the college game, and all the woe is me, why isn't anybody going to see live football at the pro level? And that's and that's just the way it is. And this is one of your big markets. So for Major League Baseball, people are just ready for the playoffs. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, a story I am so glad is so hot for a second day in a row. Fox. It's so damn hot. Well, I play for the New York Yankees. I have an open stance. I may move to a closed stance now. And the ball was coming at me, and I wanted to swing the bat. 
And then I didn't swing and the ball broke into my ball. Not bad. We could workshop that one. Uh, look, anytime, good promise. I get, anytime I get to sing Bond Scott. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Everybody show. sing along. Oh, Happy Hadley, Tuesday Chaka, night. Headley, Chaka, Headley, Chaka. Yeah, Chase Headley got hit in the groin area with He's a pitch tonight. Nuts. Ted Danson would be singing about a groin injury. Ooh, it is, it is good, 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 good. And then wrapping the sports that update. Right. With a, with a mannequin. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, coming up in 10 minutes. We'll get into some big week two takeaways from the National Football League, go through everything as we kind of put week two to bed and move into week three. However, today I'm so glad the Kevin Durant story made it to its second day. Because yesterday, with all the NFL, all the kinds of crazy stuff going on, we had Monday Night Football and Ben McAdoo throwing Eli Manning under the bus and all of this stuff happening. I called the timeout for him here in the Geico Studios. We needed another day for Kevin Durant, and now we got it. Because a day ago it was revealed, because he wasn't careful enough on social media to log out of his fake accounts and into his real account, that Kevin Durant has created fake avatars and fake accounts on social media to engage with fans mainly to prop himself up when other fans are arguing with him. So a fan writes that says, oh, you know, KD is this, he's that, and then some anonymous Twitter follower says, oh, come on, Kevin was great, and Kevin always liked to do this. I don't know how well he got along with with Billy Donovan and all these kinds of things, and then because Kevin Durant forgot to log out of his real account and get into a fake one, he started tweeting from his third person, and everybody realized, oh, Kevin Durant is tweeting from fake accounts to prop himself up on social media. Today, he addressed it. And while he didn't apologize for creating the avatars, he did apologize because he mentioned Billy Donovan and, and Oklahoma City and what he felt was a negative connotation. That's what he's sorry for. I use Twitter to engage with the fans, but I happen to take it a little too far. And that's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates. And I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. I do regret using my former coach's name and that former organization that I played for. That was childish. Dude, you don't, it's fine to engage with fans, but you created separate identities just to prop yourself up because people were tweeting things that you didn't like. What have I said about this guy from the beginning? Kevin Durant, from the beginning, Kevin Durant is mentally fragile. He is too fragile to be the superstar he should be in the NBA. He's a guy that needs everything to go right, and when things get too tough, no, 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 he's not down with that. He he couldn't stand when someone wrote a bad headline on him in Oklahoma City, and it became a big thing. Oh, you know, I do a lot of great things, and and they did a headline on me that said, uh, Mr. Undependable. I knew right then he's got rabbit ears. And every time someone takes him on on social media, says something, he is always the first guy. He's the first guy to respond. He's the first guy to respond. If someone says something critical in the media, he is too mentally fragile. He can't put his head down and just go to work. This is why he signed with the Warriors. Things got too tough for him in Oklahoma City because he and Russell Westbrook got to the finals once but weren't sniffing it again because the teams weren't good enough. 
and suddenly Kevin Durant's legacy is the whispers are, hey, KD uh, may not be that great. You know, boy, look, Russell Westbrook's kind of taken over in Oklahoma City, and, you know, know, Kevin Durant disappears for long stretches of times during games, and I don't know about that. So what did Kevin Durant do? Screw it. I'm going to go to Golden State because it's easy, because I'm going to go there and win championships because I can't go do it myself. I don't want to go someplace else because I can't take that kind of criticism, so let me go where it's easy. And joining the best team talent-wise in the league was an easy choice. Of course he's going to go there because he doesn't want anything to be difficult or where he's put in a position of really having to get out there. He's mentally fragile, and that's why he's with Golden Well, State. as you put it out there, let's hear some more from Mr. Unreliable. No, he, he's he's got we, – we've heard the the best of what he, what he had to say. Certainly – it was an interesting talk, right? And and owning up, saying I clap back at at fans. Just use your own account. I mean, so many guys in all sports at this point are engaging in, in that way, time and time again. How many leave me alone about fantasy? Did you see this <laughs> week from different players? Like Garrett Blunt, Golden Tate after last night's game was very cordial in responding to people's derision, but. Answering nonetheless. So here's the the opportunity. And and Kevin Durant, I mean, he just released the sneakers mm-hmm. that have all the stats and everything to make sure everybody knows exactly how this all played out. Rabbit ears are up. And we know the guys always hear it, right? The guys that protest, I don't hear what people say and noise and everything else, are the ones who have every one of their consultants, their teams, their entourage, their families, feeding them every line of negativity that's written or put on the internet. For Kevin Durant, I like the fact that he that he owns it. Yeah, I go back at people. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and he should have left it at that. But you know, no, but here's no no, here's where he should. Social media is not for everyone. And I I will I I feel like we have to say this to many people. Social media is not for everyone. Twitter is like the Wild West. Go on Reddit, it's like walking into an an acid trip, Alice in Wonderland type deal. You're going through the rabbit hole, and here's the Mad Hatter, and I'm having tea. Hey, and it's then a kid's there's, movie. What are you talking there's about? There's Kyle McLaughlin in the Black Lodge, and I don't understand what's happening. That's what social media is. You have to be tough to be on social media, and he's not tough. Stay off it. There's no rule that says you have to look at your ads and engage with people on social media. You don't have to do it. Certain jobs, yes, it's not a requirement, but it's strongly advised. Our job, what we do, social media, is a very big deal to get people knowing what we're doing on a nightly basis and listening to the show, listening to the best parts of the show. Here's something's going on. You want to engage with us. We need to do that because that's part of what we do. If Kevin Durant never tweeted, nobody would give a crap. He's an idiot. He doesn't have to be on Twitter. No athlete needs to be on Twitter. He's not going to get any more money because he's on Twitter. Oh, well, he's on Twitter. Oh, let's give him an extra 15 Well, you might have a, a sponsored tweet. You, know, you could you might but, be able to show for some product. You could, but you don't have to. It's too soon, bro. He, he doesn't have to do it. Athletes don't really – it's not a requirement. It's not anywhere in your contract does it say, must be active on social media, must tweet at least five times a day. You don't have to do it. It's not a, but people feel that so I, I got to engage with every. No, you don't. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If and that's what he should do. If you, if you don't like what people say about you, just ignore it, man. Have a thicker skin. But there's so many people I know. Whenever I see somebody complain about what's being said about them on social media or something with social media, I go, you know what? Stay away from it. You're not tough enough. And we know Kevin Durant's not tough enough. Stay away. 
Don't worry about it. But he had to. He goes to the level of creating new accounts just so he can say, "Hey, I do all these great things." What now, do you let's, got, what do you let's got be honest. Phones? Hey, he's not alone in that. I, what if I were to tell you guys he's the fake Woj? Oh, or a Dong Schefter. <laughs> <laughs> A darn Schefter, or maybe he's one of the Ian Rappaport. Maybe he was oh, the guy spreading the news about the rap. fight. Oh, maybe man, it was wow. all from the evil mind. Could Kevin be KD. It could. Oh, I didn't think about he that. He logged into his third account, which uh, was the fake Ian Rappaport at halftime oh. of last night's game. Wait, what if KD is actually LeBron James? Think about that. What if Finkel is Einhorn? <laughs> and Einhorn is LeBron Finkel. James. Finkel's a man. I'm surprised LeBron James hasn't chimed in on this yet. Who, me? He seems to need some attention. KD. Almost up. every day for the past week. I got something to say. Yeah, what? You- hey, Cleveland. He- hey, the Indians won. Cleveland. Look at me. Look at me. The Indians won. Yay. KD, stay off social media, man. You're not tough enough. You're mentally fragile. It's why you're at Golden State. We all know it. So just you would make everybody's lives easier, starting with your own, if you stayed off of social media. It's too soon, bro. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Phone number 877-99 on Fox. You think data breaches only affect companies? Think again. It could be your data being sold on the dark web. See if you're at risk with a free dark web email scan only from Experian. It costs nothing, and it could help you keep your identity yours. Start now for free at Experian.com slash scan. That's Experian.com slash scan. Kate, the phone is for you. Coming up in one minute, the big week two takeaways from the NFL. But first, let's talk to Tom Looney and find out what's trending. As long as this is the real Tom Looney and yes, not, it is. not Kevin Durant, who has taken over Tom Looney and is doing an update. Uh, it is the real Tom Looney. You know from the jingle. Miami Dolphins linebacker Lawrence Timmons is having a good old time in L.A. Saturday night. Allegedly. Lawrence never showed up for his curfew, and that was a problem with his coaches since Lawrence had a football game the next day with the L.A. Chargers at StubHub Center. Uh, Today, the Dolphins suspended him for four games. And just in case party boy Lawrence Timmons never comes back, the Miami Dolphins acquired linebacker Stephon Anthony in a trade with the Saints. Green Bay Packers got some bad news today. Wide receiver Jordy Nelson's got a bad leg. It's 50-50. He'll play against the Bengals on Sunday. The good news for the Packers is they play the Bengals on Sunday. Carolina Panthers plays tight end Greg Olson on injured reserve. He's got a broken leg. Uh, broken foot, actually, a part of the leg. Broken foot. He'll be eligible to return in eight weeks. A gaggle of baseball games going on from C to OLEC. You can find those scores at foxsports.com. And now more of Jason Smith and his happy chatter companion, Michael Harmon. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Or Mr. Durant. Never know. You <laughs> never know. Well, we don't really know what his surname is. No, that's true. We don't. You're right. We, we don't. But, you know, we... I'm just trying to cover all bases just in case. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. Time now for our Week 2 takeaways in the National Football League. Things we saw after Week 2 that we are very excited to talk about. And things that are falling apart. Yes. I mean, there's lots going on. Your microphone almost just fell apart right there. It's broke. The power of my voice. Are you, that's yes, or your breath, either one. Folks are rising for another day. The power of my voice. We've had this discussion. 
Makes knees weak. Week two takeaways brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. First, the Browns are 0 and 2, but they're not a bad 0 and 2. The Browns are actually pretty decent. They lost week one. Deshaun Kaiser making his first start. He was okay. Missed a lot of the second week against the Ravens with a migraine. Although, I don't know. He came back fast from that migraine. But you know what? Hey, they got special stuff in those NFL locker rooms that help you bounce back from migraine pretty fast. Baltimore, we said it before, after week one. They may have the best defense in the league. It's okay to look bad or not to put points on the board against the Ravens defense. But this Browns team has something. This is not going to be a Browns team. They're going to sit at 2-14. and 14. They'll go 5-7 and seven in the next 12 weeks. They'll be a near 500 team. They finally have what they need. Deshaun Kaiser has a lot of guts. He throws the ball downfield fearlessly. If they could find a way to get Kevin Hogan in the lineup more somehow because he comes in and feel like you get that instant jolt of offense, this is not Cleveland sucks. This is, hey, Cleveland is 0-2, but teams have different 0-2s. There's the Jets 0-2, and then there's Cleveland's 0-2, where clearly the arrow's pointing up. No, when you look at Kaiser, he immediately came back from the migraine because, well, Hogan came in and looked as good as he did. <laughs> Wait, he's coming to take my job. No, they I'm do right, lose, I'm right. I'm okay. they lose Coleman I'm okay. to, a, to a hand injury. He had to have surgery, so they lose one of their deep threats, which means Mr. Higgins, we'll be talking about him in about 15 minutes from now uh, as we go through. Uh, I would say that the 49ers are going to give your Jets a run for their money. Yeah, that is once, for certain. Because once Brian Hoyer gets hurt, that's going to be that's going to be difficult. CJ Beathard times right there. Yeah, the Panthers are two and zero, but this is an emperor has no clothes on two and zero. No clothes. They just do not look good. Cam still doesn't look right. He you know he's not he's not the same Cam Newton either. They're really holding him back, and they have told him do not run, do not do the things that you used to do. We got to keep you healthy or he's still not healthy, and as a result is not playing Cam Newton football. But he looks like a guy dressed up as Cam Newton. Watching a play, you can tell he's just not the same. And the Panthers are 2-0, but look, they're not very good. And the defense is playing okay, but they're struggling to put points on the board. They're struggling to put drives together down the field. Christian McCaffrey is struggling through the first two games. I thought he'd make a big jump in the second game. I was excited to see him week two, but this is just not a good team. And I'm sorry, Cam Newton is just not Cam Newton right now. Can't run the football, and you don't have an explosive playmaker downfield. Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin has not been the same since he got hurt beginning of last year. You look at now the loss of Greg Olson, who had been your safety valve, who'd been invisible for two weeks as well uh, prior to getting injured in this past weekend's game. Not able to run the ball. That means no Cam Newton time to go to the play action. Bunches hasn't emerged. Those guys that you kept waiting for as number two options. I mean, Samuel, two catches for seven yards. He's supposed to be your big play threat. Got to be a jailbreak kind of option. You don't have it. They're going to have to keep playing defense and hope Graham Gano's leg uh, goes towards that super toe effect where we're kicking 50 yarders and you're winning 9-6, 9-3 week after week. Two teams that may have gotten mediocre overnight. And I know it's easy to say both these teams start slow. They all finish great. And we've seen this for a couple of years. But Green Bay and Seattle may have gotten mediocre overnight. I don't know how you fix the offensive line issue Seattle has. They were a tiny bit better 
week two, but when you can't score a touchdown, barely score one at home against the 49ers, you got problems. You have absolute problems. Eddie Lacy was deactivated. Russell Wilson's running around, and now it's not these designed runs and, and ex- escaping the play and extending it. He's running for his life. I don't like what I've seen out of Green Bay. They can't run the football. This Aaron Rodgers is talking about, oh, for a tiebreaker down the line, losing to Atlanta is a big deal. I, I These teams have bigger concerns than it looks. It's not just going to be, oh, don't worry, by the time we get to week six, week seven, it'll be fine like always is. They may have gotten mediocre overnight. I'll tell you what, for Seattle, though, they at least have the benefit of playing in a division where they're, everybody's going to be looking up at them and chasing them the entire way. So they get healthy. And oh, get they, out of, they, they could be four and four and in first place. No, but that's the point. Is the second half any little tweak that makes them that much better? I mean, they're they're a playoff team, and now it becomes mm-hmm. how do you figure out from there? I mean, Carson ran the ball well this week. He'll be the popular play for popular people on the waiver wire. And you look at that defense is going to keep you in every game. Green Bay, on the other hand, Jordy Nelson misses any significant time, you're in trouble. There goes one of your great possession receivers as mm-hmm. well as your best red zone threat. Montgomery ran the ball well in spurts, but their offensive line for pass blocking purposes is terrible. Atlanta was over on Aaron Rodgers all night long, and defensively, they're slow and they're out of sorts. TJ, Montgomery burns the Packers once again. Oh, boy. TJ. Uh, And this may be the most eye-opening development of Week 2. The DeMarco Murray era in Tennessee may be over. Not productive week one, not productive week two, and he had a nice seat on the sidelines while Derrick Henry came in and was the male-carrying running back. And I mean M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. We've been talking a lot about Chase Headley earlier this hour. Uh, and it may be over. I mean, th- Look, this is why they got Derrick Henry. And, you know, they wanted him to come in and be the guy. It's taken him a year. It could be on the Mark Ingram program of, oh, just takes a guy a little bit of time, hopefully less than Mark Ingram. But I don't think they have any more patience for DeMarco Murray because clearly it was at an end middle of last week when he was standing on the sidelines for most of the second half. This may wind up being the Derrick Henry show now. Yeah, I think it, what are, part of this was once you started running downhill and running away from the Jaguars, you went with your fresher, younger running back. So I, I would say part of it as they broke the game open in the third quarter may be conservation, knowing you're going to need both of these guys if you're going to be working towards the playoffs. But certainly right now, it would seem that they're more explosive with Henry in the backfield. So going forward, if you're faced with that roster decision, got to tie it back to where people live in the fantasy realm. Uh, Nobody more nervous right now staring up at the ceiling every night than DeMarco Murray fantasy owners going, oh, my God, I took this guy's. Well, I, I, I would I, just hope that you handcuff him. Yeah, if you didn't handcuff didn't him, him, then you're screwed because <laughs> that workload's going to sit at that 8 to 12 carry a game range, but you may not be getting the glory touches. That may be the Derrick Henry world going forward. You just said glory touches. I did. So there you go, our week two takeaways. The Browns are not a bad 0-2. The Panthers are a bad 2-0. The DeMarco Murray era in Tennessee may be over, and Seattle and Green Bay may have gotten mediocre Overnight, Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. Our week two takeaways brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Coming up next, were the week two stars the new stars in the NFL? Do they have staying power for week three and beyond? We examine all the newly minted guys that everybody's talking about 
Coming up next, Fox Sports Radio. Hey! Should I pick up Deshaun Kaiser? No, 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 no. No, I don't know anything about Pfizer. Should I pick up Deshaun Kaiser? No. Steve Spurrier no longer wears a visor. Do I pick up Deshaun Kaiser? No, no, I don't drink Budweiser. Not anymore. Do I pick up Deshaun Kaiser? No, I don't despise her. Your girlfriend's very nice. Never mind. Erroneous. You hate everything about her. (laughs) The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Great news. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Well, it's Tuesday night. And it's time to take a look back at the brand-new stars in the NFL from Week 2 and see if they can keep their magic going into Week 3. It's waiver wire night in fantasy football. Everybody wants to know, who do I pick up? Who do I drop? What do I do this week? Who should I spend money going after? Who should I avoid? We'll start with Deshaun Kaiser because I believe in him this week. You love Deshaun Kaiser. Kaiser is someone that had a bad matchup week two, and he had the migraine. 18 fantasy points in his first start against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to be productive because why? He likes to throw deep. He doesn't. He he he's not afraid. He's one of those quarterbacks that comes in right away and says, "You know what? I'm not going to take what the defense gives me. I'm not going to kind of get my feet wet. No, I am going to get the ball downfield." He makes plays with his legs. He's going to get you four or five fantasy points a week. He's a Deshaun Kaiser is a guy to go get, and he's out there on a lot of waiver wires right now because, or if someone picked him up after week one, he's going to be dropped after his anemic performance in week two, but he's got a really good matchup this week. Deshaun Kaiser is that guy. If you're having quarterback difficulties, Deshaun Kaiser is a guy. I love Kaiser as a guy, as a guy you can spot start now, and he may wind up being a guy you can start every week later on this season. Do I just get to talk about Trevor Simeon again? Oh, you love Trevor Simeon. Yeah, still 15% owned after his big four touchdown performance. And you've got Sanders. And people have to realize he's not going anywhere. No, no one's taking that job from him. It's he's not got happening. Sanders. He's got Thomas. Well, and now you John have a Elway. run game. <laughs> John Elway's not coming down from that booth, pal. John Elway's not walking through that door, Justin That Frostberg. is right. No, uh, let's go a little bit deeper, shall we? Uh, as terrible as that game was last night for the New York football giants, Evan Ingram is becoming a go-to target for Eli Manning. Can't trust Brandon Marshall. Can't count Never to three Mississippi without having to get rid of the ball, <laughs> which means Ingram is a guy that needs to be on your list for this week. you got a lot of injured tight ends, certainly uh, a number of your top options either out altogether. We talked about Greg Olson already, but – Gronkowski with the groin injury. Tyler Eifert's not going to go. So here's an opportunity and only owned in about a quarter of all leagues. Trust me on these two wide receivers. It's going to sound crazy, but trust me on these two wide receivers. Jermaine Curse, don't laugh. And Lavernius Coles. La- <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to drop a Santana Moss there. Uh, no, we'll get to Santana Moss in the <laughs> RG3 30 for 30 coming up in a bit. Jermaine Curse. And Richard Higgins. 
Josh Higgins. McCown, Josh McCown is going to be the quarterback for the foreseeable future until he gets hurt and Bryce Petty comes in. Until then, clearly, Jermaine Curse is Hope the first. number one receiver on the Jets. Robbie Anderson, everybody love Robbie Anderson and Bilal Powell. Oh, these guys are going to be great. What great sleepers. Blah, 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 blah. Jermaine Curse is the guy that Josh McCown looks to. He's the red zone target. He's the only guy that gets multiple looks per possession. Jermaine Curse is someone who is going to produce nicely over the course of the season. Now, if the Jets change quarterbacks and Bryce Petty gets back, maybe that gets Robbie Anderson because it was with Bryce Petty that Robbie Anderson got pretty good mm-hmm. last year. But as long as it's Josh McCown, Jermaine Curse is a really good play. You can start him as a flex. And Richard Higgins already is getting targets. And now he's going to get more. The Corey Coleman's got a broken hand. Rashard Higgins is becoming Deshaun Kaiser's guy. Always watch and see when a new quarterback comes into a new team who he winds up looking for because that's oh, it's a guy he has some kind of familiarity mm-hmm. with or some guy he knows what he's going to do either from film work or from being on the practice field, and Higgins is that guy. Those two receivers in a week that's kind of meh for free agents – those are your guys to go after wide receiver-wise. So we go with one of the old standbys. Mohamed Sanu, owned in 17% of leagues, already piling up 11 catches on the year, 132 receiving yards, 80-plus this past Sunday night against the Packers. Uh, he had scored in back-to-back matchups against Dom Capers defense. Had another solid night uh, this past Sunday. And then you got J.J. Nelson, one of the last men standing in Arizona, target count is high, and all you're looking for is opportunity when you start getting to the waiver wire here. Week three, bye week start, week four, and then this week, don't forget, you got to get up super early, get that smoker oh, yeah. going early yep. because we got a London game. Absolutely. As uh, Javorius Buck Allen mm-hmm. continues to see a heavy workload. The Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. These are the guys to go after. Week two, free agency-wise, I know it's tonight. Most leagues, some leagues it's tomorrow, but waiver wire is Tuesday night. Two running backs that you'd think are more rostered than they are. Number one is Dante Foreman in Houston. A split there is coming sooner rather than later. And while Lamar Miller still is over 10 fantasy points the first couple of weeks, it's coming. It's getting that way. They drafted Foreman to be that guy. Now, you're going to get him – and he's going to be a guy you're going to have to stash at least for a week or two. But you got to get him before he has that game where people go, oh, you know what, let me go get Dante Foreman, and you don't have waiver priority and you're stuck. He may be a guy you get and you sit for a couple of weeks, but eventually he's going to be a guy you're glad you have on your team. And go get Chris Carson. Chris Carson may be the number one guy to go get running back-wise this week because of how downhill he runs and Seattle is looking for anybody to be a spark in that offense. Now, I know Thomas Rawls was dinged up, and he's still trying to work his way back, but if he produces like he did, and he's becoming a cult hero in Seattle, he's going to get the goal line carries, and he ran for 93 yards last week in a game in which Seattle slogged through the mud for most of it. He would be the number one guy to go get running back-wise because the upside for him is too much to pass up. No, absolutely. They're going to have to run the football and try to – do everything they can to, to mitigate the horrors of that offensive line. Uh, you've got Terrence West banged up, so we already mentioned Buck Allen. So he's a guy still available in about uh, maybe about 40% of leagues at this point. We go a little bit deeper on the waiver wireless. Look at Chris Thompson came in. Big Rob Kelly. I can't call him Fat Rob. Fat Kelly. Rob. Fat Rob was good. Fat Rob. Chris Rob Thompson Kelly. was good too. Yeah, so Chris Thompson comes in, a couple of touchdowns. 
available in about two-thirds of leagues right now. So an opportunity for you to go a little bit deeper on your waiver wire pickups. And then if you want to get a, a little bit deep and you've got that roster spot to just hold on to, as miserable as it is in Indianapolis, they're going to move to Marlon Matthews sooner. <laughs> he scored in week one. Frank Gore's not going to get to run. They're, they're home dogs to the Browns. <laughs> so there's your fantasy week two waiver wire advice. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. You can check me out every Sunday on DirecTV, Fantasy Zone, Channel 704. Mike, Fantasy Sunday mornings alongside Dan Beyer right here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest story of the night, Fox. Hour two of the show, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon broadcasting live every night from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. And in case you miss any of the show, you can download all of it. Right after the show is over, goes right up on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, everywhere. It goes right up. You can listen to any portion of the show you want to. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio app. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Got John Paul Morosi coming up in about 15 minutes. Going to talk uh, all the biggest news in Major League Baseball, including the record-setting night it was tonight because of one very special home run. But, you know, Mike Harmon, I got to say this. I didn't think we'd begin tonight and spend as much time as we have on a fastball hitting a major league ball player where the sun doesn't shine. It's kind of a big deal. But this is where we're at. But we're all about uniting people, Mm. the common experience. From us here in the studio to you driving or sitting at home or readying for bed, whatever you're doing as you're listening to us, it, it's all about bringing that experience together and having that communal effect. That's what we hope to do each and every night as we get up on our soapbox. Uh, during the Yankees' 5-2 win over the Twins tonight, a game with huge wildcard implications, and I know the Twins, oh my God, wildcard, yes. Uh, Chase Headley went 0-4 but did score a run. How did he score a run going off of four? Well, he wound up on first base. How did he wind up on first base? He got hit by a pitch. Where did he get hit by a pitch? Right here. I don't even want to. Oh, yeah, no. I was oh. going to say, I don't oh, even want to no. say where I think this hit him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I was just dumbfounded because he kind of smiled at Girardi, but oh, well. I, I would think that as a DH, he's probably not wearing a cup. Well, you better be. Or he'd be <laughs> in the hospital right now, i tell you that. I'm out. Yes, Network on the call, Michael Kay and Paul O'Neill. Chase Headley got hit right Be where you nuts. don't want to get hit if you're a guy. I mean, I, I would say in baseball, but anytime you don't want to get hit there. I like, like your euphemisms. Yeah, uh, you know, I try. Where you don't want to be hit. You know that sore spot. TJ, listen, I never want to upset Big Jim and the Twins. However, I do... But this is where Headley gets hit, and it's all over the internet. It's a huge yep. deal. But look at all the guys in the dugout's faces. Yeah, it's, it, all. it doesn't look good. You get hit with a baseball there, it's not good. He felt good. his pain. Feels sick. But the fact that he was able to walk it off and, mm-hmm. and kind of smile at Girardi, as he, it's kind of weird. I'm smiling at Girardi. Hey, guess where I just got hit, Skip? Guess where I just got hit? Guess where I just got hit? He couldn't have gotten hit there. There's no way. It had to be a glancing blow, and watching the replay as many times as we've seen it, it may have been a glancing blow off of his male parts, 
and then hit him in the groin. Not that getting hit in the groin is a big bargain, but here's the thing. As a guy who's been hit there a couple of times in my life, when you get hit there and you get hit directly, you know it, and there's no coming back from it. I, I, I told you the story last hour. We were playing a dodgeball game once with tennis balls, and I got hit right in what Elmo has been talking about. And Bras! I almost threw up. I had to walk over to the side, and I'm sitting down. Thinking, I'm, I can still feel it to this day. Direct I shot, got huh? so hard I thought I was going to puke. And there was no, there's no Showing way. Showing once again, your reflexes are not exactly no, cat-like. Is, they threw it, and I tried to jump to the side, and it, like, curved in at me. Was, you jump to uh, the left like your leg was broken. Uh, no, I just said, said to the left, to the left. <laughs> no, I just, I just thought I could, you know, turn to the side and not get hit, and it just hit me at the absolute wrong spot. And I said, whoa. And I was wearing, like, mesh shorts and stuff, so it wasn't like I was wearing jeans or anything. I was, I was like, oh. And I went and sat down, and I really thought I was going to puke. I really did. One time I hit with a baseball in you know where, in you know, a little bit higher, and I was okay. Because I'm like, okay, now it hurt. And, you know, I had a bruise on my groin for a while, but it got hit there, and I was okay. I, I, I turned out to be all right. Some testicular fortitude. Yeah, no, 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 a little bit higher. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I turned out to be okay. That doesn't hurt as much as getting hit lower. I just watched a guy on te- our, one of our television just get kicked there. He seemed to rally pretty nicely with a big punch to the that's, face. That's not real. It, when you see a guy get kicked there on TV, it's usually not real. Well, but it, they, it doesn't happen. But Unless they, you're he watching could have act, But he could have acted as if he'd really been hurt. I'm sure he and acted. So he, because, he rallied nicely. So acting, saying, I mean, Chase Headley could do that, show. too. It's He's a, a stronger show. man. They don't really. He do. didn't fall down says because of a guy, tennis ball. Says the guy who thinks he lives on Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> no, it's listen. These sure. are these are actors. Yeah, it happens when yeah, but go, normally when someone dies in a movie, they don't actually kill them. Well, in certain movies, certain that are on the dark web. Happens. Spoiler yes. alert! Sorry, on certain, the dark web, you're yeah. hanging out on the dark yeah. web. No, no, no. In, in, you know, in, in certain in snuff films, you know, they do it that way. Allegedly, but in most in in you know in movies, when an actor dies, they don't really die. They're okay. They don't I really. Hope all dead. They don't really. Wow. Alex Teichert is really going to hell. I was more talking about the guy getting kicked in the groin because normally okay, they, you no, would then don't kick guys. Yes, in the groin. but normally you would then act it out as though you'd actually been kicked in the yeah, groin. Yeah, you here. Put- he just made a mean face and got up and he punched the guy upside the head. Okay, because he's acting. What? You don't think any of this is real, do you? Of course it is. But where was the realism? <laughs> That's his groin double. Right. But it, but if you're telling me that nobody responds that way, why would they have him superhuman after getting kicked in the groin? Wouldn't he be falling over like you say he should be? No. He was like Chase Headley. And he got up and he walked to first base. And this guy punched someone else in the face. Like a man. In the face. In the face. I had a roommate. Freshman year in college that I wanted to strangle because he would argue points with me like that and I wanted to put his head through the wall. Because In the would, face! Because he would argue with no logic. No, oh, that was perfect logic. Like he, no, he would argue with things and I would say, I, can't, I wanted to scream i can't talk to you all anymore. of america followed me in my line of thought no. right there and how about a fresca no, let jason know exactly think, how wrong he is they here. think harman thinks movies are real <laughs> do you ever dare to touch his drum set 
No, 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 never. Go be best friends. No, it's all right. You know, the, you know, the, Tim Robbins wasn't really in prison for 30 years in Shawshank Redemption. It was just a movie. Well, you he know? aged pretty well. All right, just too you know soon, that. Jason. Too, too soon. <laughs> We're right now celebrating it. Sandra, okay, we'll go back to the other Stephen there's King. No, there's no, there's no clowns and sewers anywhere. Okay, just so you know, <laughs> you're you're there's absolutely no, wrong. You haven't been following the news there's then. No clowns there's clowns and everywhere. Oh, listen, only in Culver City. Listen, there's. No, I saw that meme saying, "Hey, look, there's healthy <laughs> offensive linemen down here look, trying to ensnare Eli Manning earlier." There's also no women jogging in Colorado Springs and defecating in people's yards. It's not. Well, wait a minute. All right. Well, that's true. But the other that one owned the internet not. earlier today, didn't it? I mean, really? It How was, about that? Erroneous. Stops and erroneous and defecates of people. Well, we're all property? trying to figure out what the backstory between I, these families. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, how did you, they kick her out of the neighborhood? How, Maybe strike her. Why has no, it got to be backstory? Uh, no, well, there's got to be reason. How do you turn into that person? I mean, how do you become someone? Right, you got to have some some anger, some hate, some vitriol. I want to jog and I want to poop. I mean, poop that's, that's that's tough, man. Where you go to get that? That's like a behind the music. That's like behind people, the poop. That's like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. People to kill it. He crosses his name that's off, right. and puts the lipstick on. They play the crying game song. No, that I don't know. I don't know where you come from for that. No, they're still looking for her, aren't they? They haven't found her, have they? There's like cam. There's there's surveillance footage of her jogging and then stopping. And but they haven't found her yet. Tell me, there's not a bunch of people out there with their popcorn tomorrow across that neighborhood <laughs> waiting for a jogger. I was gonna sit here eating popcorn. Oh, there's somebody. How many people are gonna jog in that neighborhood tomorrow? That's just it. How it's many people really are crowded? Gonna there's gonna be hundreds of people going. Oh, that could be it. No, that. Oh, that. But now be, everybody oh, might be, be in her. support. You might have a bunch of people <laughs> dropping <laughs> their pants. I mean, that's the serial yelling. Pooper. I'm Spartacus. No, the, I'm the serial pooper. I am Spartacus. Now the serial pooper really has taken over the uh, you know outside of sports. That's the big. It is story kind of a big. Well, it's still a jogger, and you know, look. So I mean, there, there's some yogging going on, had, and it's kind of sports. Is it jogging with the with the jazz? Is, is it a new thing? I didn't call it that. I mean, we need a day where that's the top story. You know, once in a while we need a couple of days. All right, give me give me that for a little while. We want to know a little bit of levity. Yeah, you, we need that. We need we need not the, that we need a lot of people now emulating. No, 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 no. I'm not saying go out and do it. I'm just saying that to follow that kind of story. Tyshirt, really, he's going to be in all our manager's office tomorrow going, so you like playing those funny sound effects, do you? Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Now, for many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed. Com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. Are you a jogger in Colorado Springs? No. Great. You can take the job. You can review applicants, take notes, schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. Indeed works. For a limited time now, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast? This exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. 3 million businesses. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com. Slash credit terms, conditions, and quality standards 
do apply. Coming up next, a record-setting night in Major League Baseball that has sparked a huge conversation. That's coming up next, the Jason Smith Show, right here, Fox Sports Radio. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Oh, yeah, no. I was oh. going to say, I don't even want to say where I think this hit him. Oh, my goodness. I, I was just dumbfounded because he kind of smiled at Girardi, but oh, well. I would think that as a DH, he's probably not wearing a cup. Well, you better be, or he'd be <laughs> in the hospital right now. I tell you that. Oh now, my goodness! We had AC, says it all. We had ACDC last hour with big balls, and now we have the ACDC ripoff band. Except, <laughs> who titled the name of the band? Except so it could be right next to the ACDC records. So when people are looking through, it's like ACDC. Oh, who is this? Except. Oh, it's a band that sounds just like ACDC. No, that's a good move. I'll buy their album. That's good marketing, good salesmanship. It's like Limp Biscuit and, and Linkin Park. That's, that's what you why. do. Chase Headley hit where the sun doesn't shine with a pitch tonight, but shook it off and went to first place. Great moments in guy history. Bras. Joining us now on the hotline for all the latest news in Major League Baseball and what turned out to be a big record-breaking night, Fox Sports 1, MLB Network insider, John Paul Morosi and John Paul, you ever interview a, an MLB player after they get hit? You know, in the in the groin area. Well, uh, have I ever done that? Um, I, I'm sure I have in one form or another. Uh, there was actually one. I'll tell you this quick story. Uh, 2010, final day of the regular season, Giants had to absolutely win uh, to win the division and and get to the playoffs. And of course, they ended up winning the World Series that year. Buster Posey had an absolutely crucial block of a ball that would have been a wild pitch that I believe would have tied the game against the Padres, and he blocked it with his cup directly. And I asked him, I remember after the game, Buster, did you block that with your cup? And he just looked at me and said, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me he said, I don't wear a cup, John Paul. Yeah, that would have, uh, if he had said that to me, Given the velocity of that pitch and the circumstances, that conversation would have been a bedside interview at the local hospital there, UCSF, I believe, in San Francisco, because that was an absolute shot, and I'm not even sure how we did that, but that is why Buster Posey is one of the bravest players <laughs> in baseball. Now, let, let me ask you this, John Paul, because they kind of talked about this on the broadcast, is that, you know, look, when Chase Headley got hit with a pitch ball in a very precarious spot tonight, the video's crazy and it's viral on the internet, you know, some players wear cups, some players don't. Give me percentage, major leaguers that wear cups. That is a great question. Uh, I, I I regret to say that that is, that is not something I've done a lot of empirical research on. <laughs> but I think that I'll say this. Ballpark it the for me. What, what do you think? Well, I think the percentage of players that wear a cup, you know, catchers are sort of a special case, okay? Um I think it's – so well, let's accept the catcher. So we're talking about infielders, outfielders, okay? I would say it's about 50-50, which is, which is lower than it should be. There was a very notable story. Uh, Adrian Beltre, again, this was, this was part of his legend. He, he played, I want to say, multiple days with an with a injury that ultimately put him on the DL – that was called a. It was called like a 
to testicle, like to uh, let me get it out of here, testicular contusion. Yes. I believe is what they called it. <laughs> and, and guys, I'm serious. But like the quotes on this, I, I want to. We're going to keep talking, but I, I want to find the exact quote about the testicular t- contusion that he battled because it was like. I'm not going to say how big it swelled because this is a family program, but this this thing like took on legendary proportions, uh, and it just it really speaks to Adrian's toughness that he basically played in what was a let's just say deeply compromised state for a number of days before the trainers basically said, "Dude, you need to go in the DL and get this taken care of because if you don't, there'll be some serious ramifications." And uh, and so right now, Adrian, of course. Uh, he's in good health, and he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. The uh, first result, if you start going towards the Adrian Beltre contusion, is, quote, grapefruit-sized testicle. There you go. Yes, SB Nation, SB Nation from March 3rd, 2010. <laughs> Despite grapefruit-sized testicle, he still does not wear a cup. There you go. I'll tell you uh, what. And, and uh, I, uh, that, that's not sourced to me. The internet told me it was true. There you go. There's a man saying that uh, lightning will not strike twice. <laughs> Testicular right, contusion. Exactly. That's a good name I mean, for a band, it's, too. It's painful. I mean, the rest of the headlines. The, the third one down, Seattle PI, which I used to work for, so the late, great Seattle PI, August 13th, 2009, quote, Beltre could be out for season with testicle injury, end quote. I mean, it just, it just hurts to read it. But he's he's Adrian's doing great and uh, and God bless him he's he's going to be a Hall of Famer and I'll vote for him on the first ballot no question about that. See that was one of the great sound bites we've ever had was the play by play from the the Yankee booth mm-hmm. tonight. All right, let's get into the other action that that went on today. Home run number five thousand nine hundred sixty four of the season. Alex Gordon launches it. So they, people love the long ball. Not necessarily as much as they used to, but when we look at this, does does Major League Baseball look at this in any way, shape, or form in terms of trying to figure out a root cause, or they just celebrate the numbers? Uh, I think MLB is looking at it, Mike. I really do because it, it's it's now become an almost meta discussion about this season, um, and and I think that there are multiple reasons for this. And, and baseball has been very careful in saying that they believe the ball still falls within the normal specifications. But I think it's important to point out, a ball can still fall in the normal specifications and still have some variance in the way it was manufactured in the past. And I think that that's what's happened here. It is, I think both things can be true. It can be a perfectly legal ball. And it can also be different from the one we had seen used for a long time. And, and that's, in my opinion, part of it. I think that the, yes, the velocity of the pitching is, is a piece of it. Uh, I think the complete lack of shame that is associated now <laughs> with the strikeout is also part of it. Uh, guys just don't care about striking out anymore. And, and so uh, they swing for the downs, as they uh, say with the old expression, uh, with, a stunning level of regularity. Um, so I think these are all things that are part of the discussion, all reasons why this is the case. Um, and I think that baseball will look at it because this does fit in to some extent with the pace of play, pace of action. Uh, and, and certainly one thing I'll add as well is that baseball is having a lot of conversations about how to make the game better. 
But it wasn't that long ago, guys, that there was a lot of thought about, okay, the offense is way down now. How do we get the offense back up? Well, now the home runs are way up, historically high, and, and there are still some thoughts that maybe things have to be adjusted again. So it's, it's a really interesting time for the game. So many things on the table, whether it's the home runs, the conversation, and the ball, and the pace of play, uh, time between pitches, a lot of state-of-the-game things that I believe we're going to hear talked about at great length and specificity during the offseason. The one thing, though, JP, is that, you know, look, I still get excited at home runs because in the scope of the game I'm watching when my team hits a home run, you know, it's not just, you know, I, I – an anti-home run, but I feel like the the mythical power of what the home run represented and, and the overall impact it has on fans, we're over it now. You know, through the steroid era and everything else, and with the with the the mythical status of the home run records now being shattered, I feel like as far as that power that the home run had over us as fans, it doesn't exist anymore. It, it's the home runs are great in, in the inside the game and what it means is our teams winning and losing, but overall, I think it's lost the power. I agree. Uh, it's a very good point, Jason. And I think that case in point is is the way that the media and fans, uh, I think in the greater American public, regarded and still continue to regard the, the chase for Stanton, for John Carlos Stanton to pass Maris. Now he, he's going to need to have a massive couple weeks here to catch him. But the point is that, that I remember back in 94 when Griffey was going for it and the strike happened, I was 12. And that was, that was devastating because that number really meant something to me. And, and certainly we, we know what happened later on in the decade. But Stanton deserved, in my opinion, for us, media fans, the greater sports public of our country, to really get behind this as a legitimately exciting story. He, there is nothing that he's ever done to, uh, to arouse suspicion. He does not deserve speculation. So he deserves adulation and support, and and yet it wasn't really there. And I think that that's that is a residue of of the way that so many fans were jaded by the steroid era. I think collectively as a country we have a hard time getting excited again about the romance of a home run chase. I think that that's gone. Uh, I think and and now will it will it change if Stanton passes Bonds one year? Maybe. But, but the home run chase, the romance of it, I agree with you, does not hold that same captivating emotion that it did for us when Bonds was going for it um, and certainly three years prior when uh, McGuire and Sosa were making their chase back in 1998. Real quickly for you, the last one, JP. Uh, Pedro Baez uh, lit up once again earlier tonight, uh, 22.5 ERA thus far in the, the month of September. He's not on that postseason roster, is he? Uh, great question. Uh, I will. I will try to be brief because, as you know, brevity is my strength. Baez, uh, <laughs> right now, the 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 Dodger bullpen. We have seen this happen before with this team in particular. They have to be somewhat exacting and maybe even ruthless is the right word. About it doesn't it does not matter what you did the first five months of the season. It's all about how you are looking in September right now how you're performing, and Baez was not able to get things figured out for this team tonight, and the, the questions continue, but at least for them, five and a third innings, zero earned runs from Darvish tonight. That was a huge step for him, and I believe Darvish at the very least has quelled some of the speculation about his place in the Dodger postseason rotation there as he looked to win their first World Series since 1988. 
You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports 1 Insider. And if you have a player getting hit in the nards in a game, he is your guy for your post-game interview. John Paul, as always, buddy. Oh, man. Appreciate it, my I, friend. I send, we all send our very best this evening to Chase Headley. That's the important thing. We send our best to Chase and Adrian for his valor in years gone by. Take it easy, pal. We'll talk to you next Thank week. You. Thank See you. See you, JP. Now, dating can be difficult, especially if you get, you know, hitting the nards and then you're going out on a date. But you should use Match. Use Match. If you're not using Match, you're missing out. Start searching. Connecting for free today at Match.com. That's Match.com, Match.com, M-A-T-C-H.com. And especially if you can get hit in that nether region with a ball and still go out on a date that night, hey, listen, I'm tough. Doesn't matter. It's a minor flesh wound. It's too let's, soon, bro. Let's go out to dinner. I'm swole. Oh, in a d- different way, swole. Yeah, like 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 that swelled. Same, yeah, you did a d- double meaning there. Yeah, kind of did that. No right there. question the about double it. Meaning, buddy, I like. I'm that. a wordsmith. I'm Jason Smith. No, oh, we just said it. How about that? Hey, we're here all week. Try the corned beef. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. Coming up in one minute, Andrew Luck and RG three are connected once again. But first, let's talk to Tom Looney, who once hit himself in a very specific spot with a microphone and still <coughs> did an update. Find out oh, what's yeah. trending. I'm glad you're educating so many of our male listeners what <laughs> it's like to be hitting the nuts, because of course they have no idea. Thank you so much, Jason. For I'm your, telling people about your stuff. insight. You Thank are you. overcoming. To broadcast. I'm sorry. Thank All right. Oh, my. Uh, while baseball observers and opiners have been obsessing on the shiny new objects like the Dodgers and Astros, the World Series champion Chicago Cubs won their seventh in a row tonight. Cubs bedeviled the Rays 2-1. to one. Milwaukee's chasing down Chicago in the NL Central, where they think they are, and the Brew Crew's also chasing the Colorado Rockies for that final wild card spot. That's more like a Brewers swashbuckle. The Pirates won nothing. Dodgers' magic number still three to win the National League West. L.A. lost to Philadelphia six to two, but that magic number could be reduced to two. The Diamondbacks lose tonight, and they are losing. San Diego in front of Arizona six to two in the bottom of the seventh inning. American League baseball games with playoff. Implications, as we sportscasters like to say, games that imply playoffs. In 11 innings, Red Sox flip the Orioles 1 0. What's interesting to note here the Red Sox 14 3 in extra innings this year. Yankees popsy the Twins 5 2, and Anaheim Indians in front of the Angels 3 1 in the bottom of the seventh. Angels trying to catch the Twins for that final American League wildcard spot. And now. More testicular education with Jason Smith and Michael Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. And don't forget the testicular fortitude we yes, have here absolutely. on the show as well. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Appreciate it. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Andrew Luck, RG3, connected together again, just like they were when they went 1-2 overall in the NFL draft. Andrew Luck has officially been ruled out for week three by the Colts. And at this point, what did we say last week? Tank. Andrew Luck is a guy you can turn into a lot of chips. You're not going to win this year. Your roster is terrible. Andrew Luck's not going to suddenly come back and be the savior because he's not that good. There are many teams that would take him and think we can get a franchise quarterback who's 28 years old and have a good one for the next five or six years, and they will be able to pony up for you and say, listen, give us 
We'll give you whatever you want. You want a first rounder and a second rounder, a first, second, and a third? You will get a ton because people still think he's elite. He's not, but people still think he is. You stink. You tank. You get a top two, three pick. You'll get a great quarterback, whether it's Rosen, whether it's Carson Palmer, and whether it's Sam Darnold, not Carson Palmer, whether it's... It's Carson not Palmer, Josh Allen, it, yeah, who's fun. falling now, yeah. but it may be Baker Mayfield. It may be somebody else. You know, There's a lot of guys having big big years. So you'll get that quarterback, and you'll be able to restart your franchise because you are an abysmal team right now. And if I thought Andrew Luck was great, I would say, you know what? No, you keep him and you just suck it up this year. But he's he's been hurt now a couple of times, and you get out from under his salary, and you can start over because this team is bereft of talent. Well, that's the thing is that you get to start over and you, you look at what Ballard in, inherited uh, and after the Grigson debacle in terms of building this squad. You got two or three pieces out of your starting 22 that have value to you at all. One of those is your center who's always hurt. So, you know, you're looking at having to rebuild. Why not do that with a quarterback that's on a rookie deal as opposed to, 25 to 28 million dollars sucked up out of your salary cap to where you can't bring in free agents yet you have to keep working in the draft and while you may hit a number of times by the time you've built a, a, enough of a team Andrew Luck's done Here's Chuck Pagano, Colts head coach, on the situation with Luck right now. Andrew will be out again uh, this week. You're going to ask me about practice. I don't I don't know about practice, you know, right now. I guess when doctors clear him to practice and he puts a red jersey on and you guys see him out there, I see him at the same time, then we'll know he's, he's ready to go and start practicing. Tank, sit him out, trade him for something, keep him an asset, do it in the offseason. I like the plausible deniability thing Chuck yeah. Pagano's got going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't haven't know. seen him I'm throw ju- anything. Just the head coach. I don't know yeah. if his yeah. rotator <laughs> cuff is even intact. He's, For all he's, I know, it's been surgically removed. He's. I'm. Look, I'm just the head coach. What do you want me? To, I mean, I'm just the head coach. I, I don't, don't evaluate. The, you know, the trainers say he's still not available. <laughs> I don't ask any questions beyond that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Robert Griffin III, who went number two overall behind Andrew Luck in the NFL draft, making headlines again today. The guy's not in the league, but Santana Moss, former Redskins wide receiver who retired three years ago but played with RG3 in Washington, went on a radio show today, 106.7 The Fan, and talked about how RG3 celebrated when Mike Shanahan was fired as Redskins head coach, something that didn't sit well with Santana Moss and company. 2014 comes and you got Jay Gruden comes in and he don't care. He rips RG every chance he gets, every meeting, and we sitting there looking like, yeah, you know what? You were just so happy that Mike and Caldum is gone, but now you're getting your behind ripped every day because you're not playing the kind of football that we need to play for us to be successful. So, you know, it comes back and bites you in your behind because now you see this guy is at home. So... Santana Moss says, we didn't like that when you're celebrating and now here Jay Gruden shows up and doesn't care who you are and things got difficult. RG3 was very upset, put out a big tweet storm following Santana Moss's appearance on the radio saying, that's a lie. Uh, I, I, I always stood up for you, Santana. I thought we were brothers, but your attacks on me are lies. Here's the thing. This Redskins RG3 era, ESPN needs to stop what they're doing entirely and go do a 30-for-30 on the RG3 era in Washington 
because this thing is now so far in our rearview mirror. It's three years have gone by. RG3 is never even getting back in the NFL. He sat on the sideline. He was let go. He went to the Browns. He got hurt. He's not been signed. And still, people like RG3 and Santana Moss and other they harp on this era in Washington like it was four years of a president presidency. It's amazing how they still have all these horrible feelings and all these sordid secrets that Shanahan hated RG3 and RG3 hated Shanahan and everybody hated RG3 because the guy was a jerk. I need a 30 for 30 on this because it'll be the best 30 for 30 ever because it'll be about these three years. No one's holding back their feelings. They'd get everybody in on this one. Oh, we got Santana. We got Shanahan. We got RG3. It'll be the best forget the best 30 for 30, the best sports documentary you've ever seen. Forget it. This will blow it away because guys are so pissed and they still have such incredible feelings over an era that ended three years ago that they can't help but still talk about it on radio appearances. Big first year, a statue at Baylor, all of these things. The hype machine, the drafting of Kirk Cousins in the same draft, the head scratcher, right? Talked about leverage, talked about having two guys that you liked and and could work uh, work through as the time went on. But what's interesting in all of this, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of blame being put around. RG3, I was surprised that it wasn't just a video response. You know, just saying, hey. Because <laughs> once you go into the tweet barrage, the possibility that people get lost in the tweets, right? Because they're going to have a couple hundred between each entry of your barrage if they're following enough people that it's they're not necessarily going to piece it all together for you. Again, the, the, but the thing that amazes me is Daniel Snyder's not in the middle of this at all. No. He's, he's off a, on the side. This doesn't even involve him. This, it, I mean it. That's it, how bad it is that the owner that everybody hates and, everybody, and has something bad to say about, he's not even involved in this. He's levels removed. And still everybody obsesses over this. It's so, I mean it. It's real. It needs something. That three years is is I need I need a two hour one on it. Can we get a Christopher Guest mockumentary instead? Can we get them all in the same room instead of just regular interviews? You put RG three and Santana Moss and Shanahan all in the same room for your interviews. And can we have Chris Cooley sitting in the corner <laughs> commenting on the whole thing? Because I think that would be genius. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, many people say he's the best player in the NBA but he is absolutely the most mentally fragile player in the game. And no, it ain't LeBron. It's next on Fox. There's a <laughs> Chase Headley night, yo. Chase Headley night. The Jason Smith Show. Great news. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Chase Headley hitting the balls with a Ball tonight, walked to first base, so really he may have not gotten hit. may just been a glancing blow, but still it doesn't mean that video wasn't tough to look at. Very, very difficult. It's okay. He got up. He walked to first base. He showed everybody <laughs> that you play with pain. You play with pain. Even if it was a glancing blow, whatever it was, you sell it well. Now you picture him swinging on a wrecking ball. I'm no. I'm now picturing Rebel Wilson doing the wrecking ball thing from the Pitch Perfect. Never mind. Why does it got to be Pitch Perfect? Because that was what it was. You from. just can't go to the source material. I can't, no, Wrecking Ball was Pitch Perfect. She came in on a wrecking. That was Pitch Perfect too. 
I think I think this has done. nothing to do with Pitch Perfect. And not the Pitch Perfect too. Nothing to do with any of that. That's it. not it's the source two. material no, though. It was, it was two. No. Harbin was talking about a few minutes ago how he thinks that videos that happen, things in the movies are real. Buddy, of course they're real. <laughs> that wasn't. But Pitch Perfect was ripping off the fine Miley Cyrus effort. I'll never forget Armageddon when that happened. <laughs> And then when the same thing happened three months later in Deep Impact, I can't believe we had another meteor. I'm just lucky to be here after that. Crazy convergence of timing. <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get blown up by a meteor. Yeah, exactly. Now dance. Now dance as you finish off a game where you're throttling your opponent. <laughs> I thought we spent a long time tonight talking about the mad pooper of Colorado Springs, but we'll get to that coming up in a few minutes. But... A story I'm glad that has a good second day's worth of juice in it is Kevin Durant. It was a day ago we found out that Kevin Durant has many social media aliases. Well, we don't know many. We know uh, if it, we know few. there are a couple. Okay. There's a few. Well, yeah. I, well more than when you, one. When you say many, when I say you're making it sound like three. dude's got it, a whole web of, of people sitting there. Hey, which profile are you on? He's, yeah, post from that he's one. He's got at least three. That's many. And most people have one, the real person. That's them. But we found out Kevin Durant has multiple online not two, not three, aliases not four, in which he uses five, to defend six, himself against fans who criticize him on social media. We found this out because Kevin Durant started tweeting out stuff that was supposed to be from a different account from his own personal account. The jig was up. We found out, yes, I'm so mentally fragile, I need to tweet out things about me defending me from other people's Twitter accounts so it doesn't look like I'm defending myself. Here was Kevin Durant today. He didn't back down from it. Only apologized that he criticized Oklahoma City and Billy Donovan in the course of his defending of himself. I use Twitter to engage with the fans, but I happen to take it a little too far. And that's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates. And I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. I do regret using my former coach's name and that former organization that I played for. That was childish. That was KD at the Tech Crunch yep. addressing this story. Dude, you're not engaging with fans. Engaging with fans is getting on social media and replying or responding. You created aliases because you wanted other people to be able to defend you because you couldn't take people criticizing you. There is no more mentally fragile player in the NBA than Kevin Durant. He's not re- He can't take social media. And when the going gets too tough for him, what did he do? He went to Golden State. Why did he go to Golden State? Because it was the easiest place for him to go to escape criticism. He was getting on in his NBA career, getting into his late 20s, and suddenly the whispers were, you know, boy, KD's not really winning, and they're not getting back to the finals, and this has really become Russell Westbrook's team, and boy, is KD going to be the guy that's never won a championship? And he decided... I don't want that. I don't want to be a guy leading my team because, as we've seen, he always responds to media criticisms of him, even when it's warranted or something very minor. He jumps to every defense. And now the guy's on Twitter, and he's creating other aliases to to fight his own battles for him. He went to the Warriors because he felt, this is where I'm going to go and win and stop people from criticizing me. I want to go where it was easy. So I'm going to go to the most talented team in the NBA. I'm going to make them more talented. And here we are. I walk away with the MVP in the finals. I have a title. Now no one can criticize me. 
This is Kevin Durant. He is mentally fragile. He went where the going was good so he could kind of hide amongst all the other superstars on the team and only get good publicity when they won. He is mentally fragile, and he took the easy way out. Just a general rule of thumb. Put your name on it. You want to clap back at fans if if that's in in detractors, then go do it. You have to do it. And just put it under your own account. And for the other – it, you know, you you should have learned from LeBron James. Being moving to somewhere else is going to be hard. You're going to have your detractors. Don't put out shoes and try to put up a bunch of stats telling me that you're okay with things. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes, even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast? This exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses, that's 3 million businesses, use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards do apply. Kevin Durant went where the going was easiest. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike Harmon at Swollen Dome showing the Cavs off tonight. Coming up next, we'll get into our week two takeaways from the National Football League. This is Fox Sports Radio. I ask you, how bad is it for Pedro Baez in September? Vote for Pedro. He's trending now. Yeah. That's how bad it's been for Pedro Baez. This is like when you see an umpire trending. Ooh, yeah, you know, not good, not good. It's too soon, bro. Middle, middle relievers trending is usually not a good thing. Uh, wait, Frostburg, what's Pedro Baez's ERA in September now? Uh, 2018. <laughs> Actually, it's higher than that. <laughs> uh, I think you gave a lot of credit there. <laughs> that would be 22.5 in the month of September, Ooh, and wow. there's still many days left. Uh, long unfortunately. way to go. Oh, it's back-to-back games of the Phillies, man. Uh, yeah. Clayton Kershaw gave up the first grand slam of his life. Yeah. All right. His major league career. Yeah. Last night. And then Baez gets ripped for Torched. a three-run double. Yeah, I'd take gap. Gagne at this point over Baez. Would you take Matt Harvey? Absolutely not. Well, you know Gagne is <laughs> bringing the good stuff to the party. <laughs> and what would that be? Allegedly. Whoa, really? What, what are you trying to say? Oh, well, breaking news. Wow, but wait a minute. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got, whoa! He said whoa, allegedly. Whoa! Whoa! You, you guys <laughs> allegedly are all going to get fired. <laughs> what happened to Mike Harmon? He was great until he's fired. He went off on this tangent, I'm telling you. Uh, hey, speaking of tangents, they have still not found the Colorado Springs pooper. We're waiting for word on the woman jogger who has been. Under police investigation now for the past few days because she jogs around neighborhoods in Colorado Springs, stops, and lightens her load, let's just say. I don't get say. it. I think it's a long, slow con, and this is really? part of the Yafjack <laughs> mailbox fiasco of so many years ago. It's a long, slow con. How is it a con? What is she getting out of it? She's jogging around neighborhoods, stopping and going to the bathroom on people's lawns. A lot of national notoriety today. Yeah, okay, but what's the long con? I don't get what's the, what's the long con. 
just going around the neighborhood one after the next, and you're tied to it. How you put her up to this? How what what is wrong with you tonight? Are you like a pod person? Is this like invasion of the body snatchers? And somebody walked in and said, "I'm going to switch bodies with Michael Harmon." What are you tonight? talking about? Dude, I'm just okay. trying to connect you to the crimes All going right. around on people's lawns and around their mailboxes. You're, you're, Is that too far fetched? You're you're alleging drug usage. You actually think? Oh no, that he was named. <laughs> you actually? So, I'm not alleging. I mean, I was just going back on what was reported. Okay, a hell of a drug. You, you, no, I did not you, say that. You actually think that when someone gets injured in a movie, it's real? No, but if you're going to act out a scene in which you are kicked in the crotch. <laughs> You're acting, you're not actually getting kicked in the crotch. But wouldn't you have the guy perform as though he'd actually been kicked in the crotch with the pained look on his face, momentarily stunned, instead of turning and giving a big roundhouse blow to the head? No, because that's what exactly, when he did it that way, that proved my point that Chase Headley could have taken one directly in the stones and still walked to first base. This is what a Northwestern degree We'll get you. Oh, we're we're going to do that? Just remember We're going to do that? that? I can do 95 hours of your that. greatest hits well, of random theories just, with your tin hat. Just, just, just remember, you send your child to Northwestern. They're going to walk out thinking that things that happen in the movies actually happen for real. And with a sexy pair of calves. <laughs> I think most people would go for that. Hey, uh, j- just so you know. Uh, the world didn't go crazy in the future, and uh, apes evolved into the big leaders. And you know, we we wound up having to send astronauts back in time, and the world was ruled by apes. That has not happened. Just so you know, that we know of. Yeah, no, 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 you, yeah. you don't know. No. They may have altered your consciousness. <laughs> Doctor Zayas is not real. All right, just so you know. But I've he seen the statue. Not real. <laughs> But the great lawgiver tells us that never. Things that happen in the movies are not real. Charlie Sheen didn't win the division for the Indians back in 1989. Erroneous. I saw it. I saw it with my own eyes. Erroneous. Erroneous. 877-99 on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca. That's Twitter. At How About a Fresca. Go to Syracuse. Get a degree like me. You never have to go to class. It's awesome. You'll have the time of your life. You'll go to half your classes. You'll get notes. It's awesome. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you watch the Mets, you kind of. <laughs> well, you intimated that in the way you set up the educational experience. I just said you go to half your classes and have the time of your life. What it, that's what it is, man. You know, whatever. Just gonna order pizza, man. Just get some barbecue. I'm hungry, man. All right then. Week two of the National Football League is officially in the books. Coming up in 20 minutes, you'll get our big waiver wire picks for week two in the fantasy season. But what are our big takeaways from week two in the NFL? Number one, the Browns are 0 2, but they're not a bad 0 2. They're actually a good. 0-2. I know it's easy to look and go, ah, the Browns are 0-2. They stink. Deshaun Kaiser was pretty good week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens simply have the best defense in the NFL. He missed a lot of time with a migraine, but because many wonderful things exist inside NFL locker rooms, he was able to come back and play in the second half a little bit. Allegedly. The Browns. No, he did come back. We watched no, him No, we saw him come back, but, I mean, you're intimating that there's some – Strange, oh. powerful, dark forces. Uh, I didn't say dark forces. 
I'm, 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 in a medicine dark cabinet force. is really no, what just you're trying to talk this, about. I said there are wonderful things that can help you in, in certain things. It's a migraine we're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's one of the, you get one of those 16,000 milligram Advils that suddenly all you do is put it on your tongue and you go, boy, I feel great. This is fantastic. It's like when I take my first sip of coffee at night. Oh, oh this is fantastic now. Been waiting for this all day. I hate to break it to you. That was an Advil. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. But the Browns are good. They're going to win five or six games this year. Deshaun Kaiser is fearless. He throws the ball downfield. They're going to put points on the board. They're building and trending in the right direction. There's 0-2, and there's 0-2. There's Jets 0-2, and then there's the Browns 0-2. The Browns aren't bad. they got a nice matchup this week. They're just going to get better as the season goes on. I know it's 0-2, but it's not really a bad 0-2. They'll win a few games this year. Uh, 0-2 is 0-2. Granted, they're both divisional games. Well, got to call what it is. They're still going to buy. For a top pick, and they're they're not going to be that good. Now, obviously, they're favorites this week on the road at Indianapolis, and then they get the gift of another divisional game this time against those Cincinnati Bengals at home. Oh, and then they have the Jets. So, in theory, you could win three in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. In theory, you could, you could. And in theory, we, we got Hackenberg could be playing quarterback for the That's Jets right. in that game. Yeah, and then it go, goes pretty south from there. Uh, but when we look at the Browns, I mean, Kaiser's interesting to, to watch. He loses Coleman to the broken hand, so they'll have to work on that. Duke Johnson now being split out as a slot receiver. Might give them a, a little bit of speed element. But overall, still overmatched. Let's just congratulate Joe Thomas again on his snap <laughs> streak because that's the biggest thing you got. Not, not to discount it because he also was celebrating with some pretty nice alcohol on his Twitter account. The Panthers are 2-0, but they're not very good. I know people want to go, oh, they've only given up six points in two weeks. Their offense is abysmal. Cam Newton doesn't look right. I don't care how good your defense plays, you're not going anywhere unless Cam Newton is Cam Newton. And either the team has convinced him you just need to dial it back a ways to keep you healthy, or he's just not physically ready to be Cam Newton again. I'll will lend towards the opposite, lend towards the latter that he's just not physically Cam Newton again cuz he still doesn't look like he's 100%. He can't do a lot. They can't sustain drives. The defense is holding him up, but if he's not Cam, that's it. This is a 2 and 0. This is Emperor's new clothes 2 and 0. And Cam Newton is the guy I'm most concerned about throughout the NFL, a guy that we've seen his best. How many more years does he have left? And the guy's clearly not healthy right now. I just want to know where the playmakers are. You lose Olsen now to the IR, hoping he gets to come back. Kelvin Benjamin hasn't been right since he got hurt, averaging 50 yards a game. There's your number one go-to receiver. Those secondary guys, disappearing acts. Devin Funches hasn't emerged. Samuel, two catches for seven yards this past week. Yeah, that's getting it done when that's supposed to be your deep threat. McCaffrey can't run between the tackles. Jonathan Stewart's a step slower. He's a mutter at this point. So what do you got? You've got no playmakers, and you can't trust Cam to run the ball anymore for fear of him being broken in half. So it's all on the defense. Hail Luke Keekley. In the NFL, you get old and mediocre overnight. It's not a process. It's not, boy, this team is on a downward trend like it is in Major League Baseball. You get old and mediocre overnight. And overnight, Arizona, Seattle, and Green Bay have gotten either old or mediocre. Look, the Cardinals are terrible. And they're going to vie for the number one overall pick in the draft. They are that bad. That win over the Colts 
may be huge. That may separate the Colts from them as far as the number one overall pick. And I know I know Seattle and Green Bay are teams historically. They start slow and they play great later on in the season, but it just doesn't automatically happen. Seattle is struggling. They, they could barely score at home against the 49ers. I mean, that's a huge red flag. Green Bay is struggling. They're not healthy. They can't run the football. You can't expect them to suddenly magically go, yeah, week seven, week eight, things are going to be great. You have to be prepared that these teams may have become mediocre overnight. What's going to be interesting to see is how quickly Green Bay gets their tackles back. We saw how many shots on the sideline uh, of both their starters, Balaga and Bakhtiari, sitting on uh, standing there and watching the action. So if they get back, then perhaps you you get at least back to some sense of normalcy. Defensively, question of, of whether they've got enough to, to get it done once you get deeper towards the playoffs. And then Jordy Nelson's injury is one we're going to be watching closely. For Seattle, you got a couple of decent running backs. you got Rawls back. you got Carson had a breakout. And defensively, they're going to be good enough to keep them in games. And they'll run away with that division. So as long as they're somewhat healthy come the end of the season, they're still going to be a dangerous threat to get towards Minnesota. Your week two stars, including the aforementioned Mr. Carson, we'll get into them coming up in 20 minutes. Are they for real? Are they guys that are going to be NFL stars week three and beyond? We have that again in 15 minutes. Now, these days, barely a week goes by without another data breach making the news. If you think it only affects companies, think again, because it could be your data that's being breached and sold on the dark web. That's why it's more important than ever to protect yourself. Start by getting a free dark web scan only from Experian. In a few seconds, you'll know if your email has been compromised. And it's totally free. Go to Experian.com slash scan to get started. Experian.com slash scan. Experian.com. E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash scan. Coming up next, something the majority of you do absolutely 100% better than Kevin Durant. Fox. Goose, you big stud! Take me to bed or lose me forever! Show me the way home, honey. Damn you know, I'd love to warn you off about Maverick, but I just love him to death. And I'll tell you this, there are hearts breaking wide open all over the world tonight. Because... Unless you are a fool, that boy is off the market. He is 100% prime time in love with you. Not often I get to do my Meg Ryan soliloquy from Great Balls of, from uh, Top Gun, but there it was. Not a lot of people remembering Meg Ryan. No. It's good that you do. And Never heard of Why it. you need all that dialogue in your head, I don't know. But I've seen, I've, have seen, at it. I've seen Top Gun a lot. You know how much I like Top Gun. Uh, and this is well, all- you like this, the volleyball scene. <laughs> really one that we've tried to act out here in the studio with a big group uh, uh, of us, and it really just hasn't worked. Listen, Goose, you're going to keep your shirt on for this one, okay? So you know, keep that. Keep well, that there's always, t-shirt. I mean, the big guy going to the pool will sometimes leave the T-shirt on. <laughs> the thin guy, maybe afraid of the th- uh, the sun, Anthony Edwards, left his shirt on out in the sun. It's uh, No, it's because, uh, you know, I, I sunburn easily, so I got to wear a shirt. It's easier than putting on a lot of uh, he didn't, suntan. You know, he didn't get the memo <laughs> that he was supposed to hit the weights for six months before filming. Uh, most of the songs tonight have the word balls in them because of what happened to Chase Headley tonight. Ah! That will be our play of the night coming up in a half hour. Meanwhile, and now I'm just thinking about Top Gun. Meanwhile, Kevin Durant, we find out day two of the Durant 
aliases. A day ago, it was revealed that he likes to go on social media under anonymous accounts and prop up himself so it doesn't look like Kevin Durant is always coming to his own defense when people on social media tell him he's terrible, he stinks. We found out yesterday because he accidentally tweeted out stuff from his own account that was supposed to be in the third person. Oops. And when you thought it was going to be a one-day story and Kevin Durant wouldn't talk about it, oh, no, no. KD talked about it today and said, listen, I'm doubling down. I like to engage with fans. But when he went to the part about talking about getting along with Billy Donovan and all the stuff in Oklahoma City, that's where he said in his own words he went too far. I use Twitter to engage with the fans, but I happen to take it a little too far. And that's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates. And I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. I do regret using my former coach's name and that former organization that I played for. That was childish. Dude. Forget about the Oklahoma City stuff. Who gives a crap? I like that he said that that part was childish. Yeah, that part was childish. Answering to people in a false name. Like, it's one thing, a pen name. Sure, fine, but it's still, hey, I'm actually Kevin Durant. You know, if Stephen King was on Twitter and he was answering questions as Richard Bachman, I would get it. But Kevin Durant, dude, you're not engaging fans. You created aliases. You created so other you, fans. So you wouldn't look too bad in defending yourself. Two people on Twitter, to eggs, when eggs are insulting you. <laughs> and you said, no, I got to find other aliases so I don't look bad. Listen, we've talked about it. Kevin Durant is the most mentally fragile star in the NBA. It's why he went to Golden State so things could be easy for him. He could have gone anywhere else, but the easiest path was to join the most talented team. I don't like it when people criticize me, so I'm going to Golden State. But it's also time to realize that Twitter is too tough for you. And the vast majority of the population can do Twitter better than Kevin Durant. I engage with the fans, dude. Engaging with the fans is replying to their comment or quote tweeting them. Or here's another thing. You can ignore them. And this is what Kevin Durant and a lot of athletes don't seem to understand. You don't have to respond to people on Twitter. It's not in your contract. There's no part of your contract that says, okay, in the offseason you can't ride motorcycles. You can't parasail, you can't hang glide, but you must interact with people who hate you on social media. You don't have to do it. And you are obviously have too much rabbit ears to be able to get away from it. Just ignore it. You can still be on social media. Don't read your ads. It's that simple. Or stay away from it entirely because social media is not for everyone. Twitter is like the Wild West. you got to be tough to be on there. You go to Reddit, and that's some kind of crazy trip into a drug-induced haze like you're watching a movie that, that just doesn't make any sense. Like I'm watching a Twin Peaks episode, and suddenly I'm in the Black Lodge next to Cooper on the on the couch, and I'm talking backwards. You will go to Twitter. <laughs> Stay off of it. Many companies, Twitter is not expected, but it's encouraged, like here. It's encur- They encourage us to be on social media because this helps our show. We interact with fans. We tell you what's coming up, links to stuff that we've talked about, links to our best of, listen to our podcast. Oh, by the way, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia app. Right after the show, it goes up. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, rate us and give us five stars. We'll love you forever. For us in our business, social media helps us. You're a professional athlete like Kevin Durant. Social media, you don't need to do it. 
You don't need to. If you want to do it, great. If you want to post things and post inspirational messages or you want to post things and talk to your friend, awesome. But don't look at your ads then because people are going to find a way. Oh, now I can just tell a guy he sucks face-to-face. When Twitter first came about, I remember every athlete was so excited because to a man, they all said the same thing. Shaq, Steve Nash, all these guys. They all said, this allows me to get my message out directly to the fans and I can... Don't have to worry about the media twisting my words. Okay, the media twists your words. Have at it. Go get it. And now what is it? Now athletes go, oh, I, I can't get away from all the negativity on Twitter. People boo you all the time. Now they can boo you in person. You think that's not going to happen? You're stupid. Now, of course, that was a You mean I can just write something to somebody? That's great. It's not just going to be, hey, a hot woman that wants to meet me is going to send me a picture of herself. I'm going to send her my cell. We're going to hook up when I'm in Houston or L.A. or Des Moines or wherever it is or Detroit. Doesn't that's not, that's not what social media is. If it's too tough for you, stay off of it. It's not a rule. You don't have to do it. And Kevin Durant, obviously, Twitter, Instagram, all of these things are too much for you. Well, I mean, there might be a small percentage of people that get to that whole hookup side of things. But when we look at it on the whole, it's 140 characters of an anonymous fan, egg, whatever you want to call them, right? I'm upset that an egg yelled at me. And the egg said I sucked, so I'm an egg, and I'm going to tell you that, hey, your egg sucks, and Kevin Durant is great. I'm an egg. It just seems, A, you could probably fill your day with other things, but if you want to be on Twitter, be on Twitter. Engage. Right now, have your voice. Clap back at fans, but do it under your own account. It's verified. At some point, somebody took the two minutes to say, hey, Kevin wants to be verified. Okay, good. Kevin's verified. Now, Kevin has his voice and, and allow through whatever minion to type out his 140 characters, have at it. Why you need these secondary and tertiary accounts. There's plenty of people standing up and defending you at every turn. Now we just have to go back and find all your secondary and tertiary accounts and piece together all of the rationale and reasoning for all of the decisions you've made. Now it's a very interesting tapestry because you've given us the blueprint to why you made the decisions you did instead of the other events and the other messages that had gone out on official accounts. We have the new shoes that have all the statistics Mm -hmm. that you can go and buy his message to his quote-unquote haters uh, for 200 bucks or whatever those things cost. If you want to wear those, you can go have at it there. But you know, we've seen it back when he was in Oklahoma City, the Mr. Unreliable headline that it had his family outraged and everybody angry. Look, LeBron James had the blueprint, and the only time I criticized him for the decision and anything else was the complaining between he and Dwayne Wade that suddenly they were villains. You didn't expect this? You didn't expect people might be a bit upset when this happened? Just own it and move on. And eventually... LeBron James, to a degree, did, but then he goes home to Cleveland. It's a love fest. There's big. So Kevin Durant sees that. He goes, I want some of that. And being going to Golden State, it's also, hey, if it goes wrong, it's Steph Curry's fault that he's not the leader. I mean, it's a, it's a beautifully played game along the way, but certainly to go out and say, hey, I don't apologize for clapping back at fans. No, that's that's the embarrassing part. Aaron, your dirty laundry about the. The Oklahoma City Thunder and Billy Donovan and whoever else you want, have at it. That's your right. But, you know, put your name on it. 
Okay, Purple Egg SWY 8765Z. Yeah, take this! Durant, you heard from the TechCrunch Disrupt event in San Francisco. Kevin Durant was mad at eggs, so he created anonymous eggs to fight against those other eggs. That's what he did. The sum of his eggs were greater than the other eggs. But again, now I've got to go and I've I've got to do this thing where I print these all out like they do in all these movies and TV shows, and I got to go on a wall and piece them together because now it's going to lay out his logic for anything he's ever done under the anonymous egg Twitter handles. What's wrong? I'm depressed. What happened? Uh, XJK Red Twenty Seven <laughs> was really mad at me. Isn't Purple that an inside no. draw? Blue Egg <laughs> really really mad. Twitter at How About a Fresca Twitter. At How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in one minute, the new Week 2 stars in the NFL. Will they have success Week 3 and beyond? We'll tell you. But first, a guy I'm pretty sure is real and not a bot, Tom Looney. Thank you. Trending. Yes, I am live at this moment. No jingle necessary. I'm a humble man. Here's the scores from the American League baseball games with playoff implications. In 11 innings, Red Sox clipped the Orioles 1-0. What's interesting to note here, the Boston Red Sox, 14-3 in extra innings this year. Yankees bobsy the Twins 5-2. Uh, in Anaheim, uh, A- Indians-Angels just ended. Indians 6. Angels 3, your final. What's important here is for the Angels to win their games. Halos trying to catch the Twins for that final American League wildcard spot. Over in the National League, Chicago Cubs won their seventh in a row tonight. Cubs bedeviled the Rays 2-1. Milwaukee chasing down Chicago in the NL Central. And the Brew Crew also chasing the Colorado Rockies for that final wildcard spot in the National League. Brewers swashbuckled the Pirates 1-0. Despite a loss, the Dodgers' magic number has been reduced to 2 Los Angeles lost to Philadelphia 6-2. But uh, the Dodgers' magic number reduced to 2 and the Diamondbacks lost to the Padres. That game just ended. San Diego raised Arizona 6-2. If you need more scores from tonight's baseball games, check out FoxSports.com. And now, more of Jason Smith and that guy who likes to use the words tapestry and tertiary a lot, Michael Harmon. I would say he used tertiary more than tapestry. He, he, yeah, three times in a minute. Tertiary, really? yes. Use tertiary three I times. I was over here word policing, of course. <laughs> well, he actually paid attention to what I was saying. That is good. That is important. When, it? when no. adding another punksatani. <laughs> exactly. What Thank is you, Mr. Looney. Sure. 877 on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Call 1 800 947 Auto. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. And now let's get to week two, the stars that were born. Will they be the stars in the NFL week three and beyond? It is waiver wire night as you are putting in claims for your fantasy team. So every Tuesday night, whether it's tonight, tomorrow, the two normal nights, we'll tell you the guys to go after 100% and which guys to avoid. Free agent Tuesday. I'm going to start things off with two Browns, Deshaun Kaiser and Rashard Higgins. Kaiser is going to have a big week this week. They play the Colts. The Colts stink. Kaiser is fearless. He throws the ball downfield. He's going to run. He's going to get you fantasy points. And 
he'll be a spot starter slash guy you will play more often than not down the stretch as he gets better. I mean, this is not your rookie quarterback that's going to sit here and dink and dunk down the field. No, he is fearless. And he's found his guy in Rashard Higgins. With Corey Coleman's broken hand, Higgins already was getting a lot of targets. He's going to get more targets now that Higgins is going to have a bigger role in the offense. You always have to look when new quarterbacks take over teams, who winds up getting an inordinate number of targets because it changes. They have their favorites, either because they work with them in the preseason or they just have a sense knowing where they're going to be from film. Guys always have their favorites and certainly looks like Higgins is Kaiser's favorite. If you need a quarterback, you have a quarterback trouble, pick up Deshaun Kaiser. He's available in 90% of leagues. Pick up Rashard Higgins. He's the number one wide receiver this week. As long as Jermaine Curse is not available in your league. I'll have Curse more on Curse in a second, but go ahead. Look now. at you. Get your Jermaine Curse love in yeah. wherever you can. Obviously, we double down. We had him last week ahead of the four-touchdown game, but Trevor Simeon should not be unowned. Should be sitting at least on a roster. He's and not going to lose his defense, job. Right? People think he's going to. No. Oh, the, the, Broncos, no, the Broncos aren't making moves. Simeon is the guy. You've got two good wide receivers, Sanders and Thomas getting after it, C.J. Anderson running the football back and healthy once again, and obviously a world-class defense that will give him advantageous field position. He's available on 85% of leagues right now, which is absolutely absurd. And then you've got Alex Smith with those Chiefs playing fast, moving the ball down the field. He's still available in half of leagues right now. So not the... High percentage, but certainly a couple of guys that you can look at at the quarterback position as you run forward. Javorius Buck Allen being the guy I'm looking at at the running back position. Terrence West banged up. Soft tissue issue, they say. (laughs) And they had to catch a flight to London because they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. So more touches for Allen, who's owned uh, in about half of leagues. Jermaine Curse, I know he's a jet wide receiver. The Jets don't score much, but you know what Jermaine Curse does? Like I said, every time a new quarterback takes over, a different receiver can become the guy. When did Robbie Anderson become everybody's big fantasy media darling? Oh, he's a big sleeper. Last year when what happened? When Bryce Petty took over because he was throwing deep to him and Robbie Anderson was the guy. Now Anderson's not even seeing targets. Everything is going to Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse is seeing passes intermediate, and he's seeing the red zone passes because he's the only red zone target they have. Maybe Safarian Jenkins now that he's back from suspension, but the number one wide receiver getting targets is Jermaine Curse. Go get Jermaine Curse if he's available. He's a great flex. Two running backs you should go get. Okay. The number one guy, because he has too much upside, and this is the guy to go get ahead of everybody else, go get Chris Carson of the Seahawks. He runs downhill. He's going to get the goal line carries. I know you're worried. Ah, is he going to split time? We got Thomas Rawls coming back. He's getting his way back into shape. Thomas Rawls has never stayed healthy. And two, an offense that is looking for anything because the Seahawks offense just stinks out loud right now. Carson had a big week last week, controlling the moving the chains. And I said he's going to get all the red zone carries down near the goal line. He's got too much upside to ignore, he's the guy to go get. Number one running back, number one guy, go get Chris Carson. You got Chris Thompson over in Washington, Big Rob Kelly, also known as Fat Rob Kelly. Love Fat uh, Rob Kelly. Banged up a little bit. Fat so Rob Kelly. Thompson comes in, a couple of touchdowns, available in two-thirds of your fantasy leagues thus far. Uh, a couple other plays for you. The tight end position has been ravaged by injury this week, so Evan Ingram, you watched him 
uh, on Monday Night Football. You know what, Eli Manning, one 1,000, two 1,000. Get rid of the ball. It's Evan Ingram. Going to see a heavy target count going forward. Available in three quarters of leagues. Two quick wide receivers. Mohamed Sanu, already 11 catches, 132 yards for him. Only owned in 17% of leagues. Look for them to continue to roll up big offensive numbers. And a guy that's available in about a third of leagues, Willie Sneed, coming back off suspension soon enough. You have to stash him for another week. But right now, a forgotten piece in that New Orleans offense. People must be shortening their benches to necessitate the release of a guy like Willie Sneed who will pile up receptions upon his return and maybe right the ship, keep that defense off the field a little bit for Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. One other guy, only because he's not owned in as many leagues as you think he is, is Dante Foreman because that timeshare is coming soon. I mean, you're still seeing Lamar Miller get over 10 fantasy points and Foreman is starting to slowly eat into his role. But look, this is a first-round pick for a reason. They got him to get him in there, and when this offense is struggling, they're going to look for anything. So he may be somebody you pick up. You don't start him this week, but you want to get him before that happens because as soon as he has his breakout game, forget it. If you don't have waiver priority, you're not going to get him. So be proactive and get Dante Foreman now. Try to get him if you can. Again, not is available in many more leagues than you'd expect. Also a time, just as a general principle, to start thinking ahead in terms of bye weeks and starting to churn your defense. If you're not, you know, the set it and forget it of a Seattle or Denver sitting on your roster, now's the time to start working a week ahead with that roster spot that you churn and burn to figure out who's playing the Jets, perhaps (laughs) short-term the Browns, and some of these other teams where you could start piling up turnovers. You know, the 49ers, etc. So it's time. The time has come. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresco. So there you go, your week two NFL stars. What does it mean for them week three and beyond? There's our advice for this week. And don't forget, every Sunday you can check me out on Fantasy Zone on Channel 704 on DirecTV with the guru John Hansen, Kay Adams, Michael Rappaport, Dr. Mark Addicts every Sunday from kickoff until the end of the late games, Channel 704, DirecTV. And for your fantasy pregame on Sunday morning, yeah, buddy. Michael Harmon, Dan Beyer right here in these studios to get you set. 9 to 11 Eastern, 6 to 8 Pacific here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Some Periscope fun. Uh, disco fantasy football at 4.30 or no, 5.30 a.m. Eastern time uh, with Jonas Knox as well. Disco fantasy. I oh, yeah, like we have that. disco balls going. I and, like that. And, yeah, that That's good. what happens here on Sunday? Yeah. Really? Oh, all right. We get the party started. Okay. As people are leaving the bars, all we right. get them dancing on the street. Really? As we talk fantasy, and then we do uh, the lock bet monster. Oh, we have a lot of fun. My TV gig on Sunday, we eat Cheetos and drink Diet Coke. Oh, no. Disco kind of balls yeah. going. We're periscoping. People get a little bit, uh, gets a little loose. We're going streaking. We do a little bit of that sometimes, uh, but you got to keep stay tuned. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio, our play of the night. And I guarantee you, you will either hear uh, Big Balls by ACDC, uh, Balls to the Wall by Accept, or something from LeVar Ball. No! (laughs) Fox. (laughs) And Headley got hit by the ball, and he got hit in the balls. And he smiled like the Kurgan and walked to first base.
What are you breaking? That's like the third thing you've broken. I didn't break anything. Tonight. You wanted to bang and bang. And I bang. didn't bang anything. You've broken your microphone. You broke Dave Roberts. Bobblehead. He had it coming. You, I mean, he <laughs> left Baez in. He had it coming. Mike Harmon, we've had a Dave Roberts bobblehead here in the studio for the past, I don't know, what, five months? I don't know. It got knocked down. Since Dave Roberts bobblehead I tried day. to make sure everything was ready for our show let, 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 and let that me, the studio was listen. set in the right ambiance. And then Dave Roberts took a dive. And you're saying it's all my fault. Listen, before you, you get on, let me just give everybody the facts. You almost broke your microphone. I did not. You broke Dave. Yes, you did. You broke Dave Roberts' bobblehead off at the knees. Relax. And now I don't know what else you just knocked off the side there. No. You are. You are actually Dave Roberts. Took it <laughs> you broke Dave Roberts twice. You broke Dave. Someone Roberts tried at to the piece knees. him back together, oh, and, and then he dove again. <laughs> you know, usually TJ, usually Mike Harmon says I am adding value. Now he is. Costing the company money. It never ends. I add value time and time again, TJ. Not, not tonight. You are not adding I've value I've been brilliant. Tonight. No. Oh. The excellence of you've, elocution. You've, you've, we ought to get out of here for Ben Mallow to come in because I think you might break something. Oh, if he comes in with a smart remark, maybe he gets broke. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you... You know, I'm getting pictures of Syracuse fans roughing up security guards, people telling me to watch myself. You know, sometimes in the Carrier Dome, things get a little rough. It's the way it goes in the Dome when Central Michigan's in there. We're winning 41-17. Yeah. Way to go, Dino Babers. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna lose by 50 this week, but yeah. That's all right. One, uh, one week seasons. That's all that's, he can. That's how you call it. Look, we should be 3-0. and but two and one is okay. Syracuse I, I got football. brought up by Duke, man. Yeah, you did, man. But they're very smart. I mean, that's a very smart. I mean, Duke Northwestern. You might have that. You might have lost to them that in is the college a battle. bowl too. Yeah, that is a battle. Uh, but our play tonight, as we talk about intelligent things to the college bowl and how smart people are at Northwestern and Duke, our play tonight is a guy getting hit in the nuts. That's where we are. We're hey, all twelve hey, year olds. We're men of the people. <laughs> Chase Headley of the Yankees tonight in the Yankees five two win over the Twins. Uh, received a pitched ball where nobody would want to receive it. So after it happened and they watched the replay, here's Michael Kay and Paul O'Neill on the Yes Network. I don't even want to. Oh, no. I was going to say, I don't even want to say where I think this hit him. Oh, my goodness. I I was just dumbfounded because he kind of smiled at Girardi, but oh, well. I I would think that as a DH, he's probably not wearing a cup. Well, you better be. Or you'd be in the <laughs> hospital right now, i tell you that. These nuts! They're the bras! I'll tell you what, he took that one like a champion, too. I don't think he got hit there. See, I, I, I think he, I was waiting no. for him to do one of those wrestler moves uh-huh. where, like, <laughs> you know, the guy walks up and kicks you or punches you or whatever, yeah. and then you brush it off like you, you barely felt it. Uh-huh. You know, that one of those moves. Yeah. And, and then trot down to first base. He didn't quite do that, but close. I yeah. mean, his teammates reacted there. worse in the dugout. He didn't get he hit did. there. He didn't hit. Listen, I got hit in the nuts a couple of times in my life. One time I got hit just below in the line of the night from John Morosi when he talked about 
testicular contusions. I got hit there with a tennis ball, and I thought I was going to throw up. It's some of the most intense pain they've ever had in my life. Feel sick. We really should replicate that. I think we could go viral. I was 16 years old, and I got hit. We were playing. We were playing dodgeball with tennis balls, and I tried to jump to the side, to the left, to the left, to the, and I didn't jump to the left in time, and I got hit there with a tennis ball, and I walked off and sat down. I thought I was going to puke. But it's a five-letter word that starts with a B and ends with an S. It would it would go viral, right? So is birds. This is true. <laughs> so if you got if he really got hit there, I've also gotten hit in other parts, you know, in the groin and in, you know, not in the twins, but <laughs> above, and it doesn't hurt as much. There's no way Chase Headley got hit and walked to first base. Can we try it to was, replicate this? I mean, it might take either, ten or fifteen no, throws in your groinal region. Who gets to throw? Me. No, you don't get to throw. No, 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 no. I get to throw. I, I got tackled by Brady Papinga in the hallway, and I'm still I, he still owes me a pair of pants. So I get to throw. You got a bad first step. That's on you. I get to throw. I, I can still I can still wing it a little bit. But I don't I don't think your hit, accuracy would if be. He, there. If he so I'll got take my hit. <laughs> oh my god! If he, oh my god! If he got hit, he would have crawled to first base. It was either a glancing blow, and then it hit him in the groinal area, or. He didn't hit him at all because well, there's no way he walks to first base. There's no way. I have to wonder Thighs if he got low. hit in the no thigh. Way. So if this was one of those old, you know, women in sports things they used to do for the White Sox years ago where famously Carlton Fisk talked about the the problems of catching and saying, well, sometimes you catch a foul tip. And then when asked what the ramifications are, he proceeded to drop his pants to show a giant bruise. And his upper thigh. Maybe, maybe that's what happened to Chase Edley here. Or maybe we keep talking about new equipment and safety equipment across sports. Perhaps he's got the new and and not yet to market groin protection system that that kept him nice and neat, and so he was able just to walk down to first base looking like a superhero. No, no, nobody's that tough. Nothing right after that. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm ready. He might be the toughest man alive. No, you no, don't know no, that. No guy is. When that happens, no guy is. No guy can sit there. Is that no, the no great way. equalizer? No way. You that think? is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's that's having, you know, that's uh, when a punter can, you know, can kick a coffin corner or, or down the ball inside the five. That's the big equalizer. And it is no good. <laughs> if, you, if you can't move the ball on offense. And he sounded the cannon. We came in with a cannonball. He got hit with a cannonball. My buddy Ben Maller is next on Fox. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.